Hi. Hello. We are here. We look like the as a group, like we're from, like we're cosplaying as like mid two thousands people. <laughs> explain, explain yourself. Just the like, new Zoom like, just dropped. Yeah, I don't know. It's like like ever like I'm all emo. You're all like <laughs> like sporty. I'm. I feel like I'm like. You're, you're from yeah. I guess you're 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 today, Kevin. But me and Tani, I guess we look, look like different. You don't think so? I don't know. I'm literally in pajamas and my running like headband. So maybe that's, that's the sporty. Yeah. Well, uh, what's today's shirt, Andrew? I was born to. Um, I was born. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Be a criminal it's, with a big ass possum. It's a huge, disgusting possum. I was born to be a criminal again. The font and the picture are too big for the shirt. Tawny and I are the early aughts where you were exclusively graphic tees. <laughs> that I mean, that unfortunately hasn't changed because I have not grown up. Um, I think I think that I'm realizing the trend is. With all these shirts I buy on the Instagram, little too big. They must. It must just be, or like the printing is just like just. Yeah. Normally, it's like I guess it's fully twenty percent too big. Yeah, because it should be like more should. centered. I shouldn't feel like I have to like take a couple steps side to side to read the whole thing. <laughs> also, the R and born is like, I guess it's intentional. Like all the letters are. Yeah, all the letters are all fucked yeah. up. It's very like zine. Yep. Zine yeah, zine font, but it's but it's too big. You're right. Yeah. This is this is what um, the I was born to is stretching from the arm <laughs> shoulder seams. to shoulder. Yeah, yeah it's seam like, to it's seam, like <laughs> armpit to armpit, basically <laughs> on the thing. It's like it's too much. Yeah, but not too too much. But too. But that's too why much. we like it. Um, it's great. <laughs> is it? Is it why? Is it all the same company? Do we even like it? No, it's just like I I'm like like all. Like old people, I just buy whatever's advertised to me yeah. on Instagram without that's not question old, or thought. Old people don't do that. <laughs> they don't. And I'm think, like all. I, I'm like just like utterly. Un, I guess what I mean is I'm like undiscerning about what online is. Like I, if I the guess. computer told me, it must be right. I wish it was one company because they'd be like, "We got them again. Christmas is coming early this year, folks." <laughs> it might be. If I it just were don't know. like different faces of a shell company, of a shell yeah. t-shirt company. Um, I just don't know that a know? hallmark, a hallmark of growing older is uh, I just buy whatever Instagram tries to advertise to <laughs> well, me. Well, not, not, maybe not Instagram, but just like fully believing whatever the internet ad is. So whatever, sure, yeah. like, like just if I, if I just bought um, whatever was on Facebook or just swallowed yeah. it credulously without like thinking about it. Next, you'll be sending us articles, but it's actually like a meme. Yeah. 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 Or it's like, it's like this celebrity net worth. You're sending me like my, my <laughs> net year, worth. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, this says I'm worth $7 million. I wonder where that went. <laughs> I really wonder where it went. Um, speaking of $7 million, that's how much this show costs us to make and we give it to you for free because we're so generous this is the show <laughs> yeah. you is this racist i'm talking some that's where all tawny's net worth goes yeah i make yeah. this Whatever. show for free 
Um, then and it pay, doesn't you, you pay significantly, we but I mean, I give it away. Fees. Yeah. I give it away for free. And what's weird is that the quality of the show doesn't reflect any of that expense. I disagree. <laughs> it's all, it's all on the wave file. We leave it every, every penny. You see every penny, you hear every penny in the wave file. You hear every penny on the wave file. Uh, that's Andrew T who's been talking. We also have Kevin Bartelt in a normal shirt. Woo-hoo. We're doing great. That's true. Um, that's what, uh, Kevin's normal. Okay. Kevin normal. That's because Kevin's our producer. Oh my God, producer. you're wearing, wearing figureless gloves. It's cold in here. Uh, <laughs> All right, Tony. Uh, Andrew, you, you're correct, I guess. We are hitting our like 2003 <laughs> yeah. vibes. What? Are figureless gloves not a thing? They're not not. They're a thing. I'm just, you know. I think they were a big thing yeah. at a certain time. They're still a thing. Is it just because we live in Los Angeles and we don't ever see them or have need? Yeah, we for don't them? wear gloves anymore. I miss this gloves. Was, my <laughs> yeah. main glove in Chicago was always a fingerless glove, and yeah, I would really? just my hands would just be cold. But I had to Tell have you, my fingers free. <laughs> I got a, I had a little uh, mitten flippy one. I had a mitten flippy one too, but that would drive me crazy because then the thing would flap around, the Velcro would always wear out, and then you just have this flapping piece. I thought I had a really high tech one, but it it was like a flip that you would zip close. So when someone uh-huh. would be like, "Hey, like come over here, look at this," and I go, "All right, one sec," and I would unzip the glove <laughs> oh, to reveal God. my fingertips. I See, one time. <laughs> okay, I had the mitten flippy one. I'm, I'm doing this for the Zoom. I'm holding up my hand to, so I can remember. By the way, this is the show where we eventually get to your racism voicemails, but first we talk about <laughs> fingerless, fingerless gloves. gloves. We are, I unzipped the fingy part so that there was like the, the mitten part hanging off the back behind, yeah. off the back of my hand. Yeah. And somehow I contrived to, I had probably like one of those like, um, like like flip phones. So it was like pretty little. So mm-hmm. it fit pretty well. So I, I was able to put the phone in there, but continue holding like a beer. Wow. In in my non-mittened fingies. You should have wow. gone on Shark Tank. Well, yes. The beer <laughs> beer gloveys. Beer gloveys. <laughs> this is the second time someone suggested Hello, I sharks? go on Shark Tank. I think you'd be um, great on Shark Tank. What was the other I don't reason? Even... <laughs> yeah. The other one was my, I, uh, I have this business idea that I guess appropriate is like, size graphic tees kind of real. <laughs> no, that is obviously that's a money loser. That's fucking <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my sight, Kevin. Get me leaving your, the huge doors of your, shark tank. With your normal, normal printed. I want graphic tees, but it actually like the print extends like slightly just like past six six percent onto your back yeah all the way all the way around yeah like a car wrap an imax (laughs) it's the imax of oh like all the way yeah so it's like it's like 270 degrees of your torso okay what was the actual pitch i interrupted hey no you're do not re-interrupt me Wow, really? <laughs> I interrupt you again to bring you back on track. This is uh okay, my idea pretty much was um wasn't is I I'm like genuinely someone with more wherewithal should do this. Um it's basically like the I'm trying to think the I, I don't really have like the consolidated pitch. Write in, hit me up on post. Mm-hmm. Uh if you uh at me on post. I don't know if you could do that uh, to let me know if this is a good idea or not. Um, but like, um, 
basically it, it's like a like an escape room slash like cooking uh, class kind of type of thing, wherein you and a friend pay I don't know however much money, and then a group of friends also pay maybe slightly less, or it's like a whole package for the group for two of your friends to compete in like a chopped style. Um, wow, that's thing. Fun. And then the rest of your friends are just getting drunk and judging, being the judges. Wouldn't that be fun? That's a great idea. You like go in and it's a God knows how much. And then like you get like a, you know, uh, uh, barely working stand-up comedian to be the host. And then maybe maybe a sous chef or two. And then just two two people just get to pretend there's like a little secret ingredient. And you, uh, you make food for your friends. And your friends are just drinking the world's cheapest wine and talking shit. Yeah. And eating snacks. It's got a very, like, it's the private room karaokeization of all things. Yeah. Like, it's like dinner theater. It's like a dinner event. You get food <laughs> and you get like a, it's like, I don't know, it takes, now dinner takes theater. two and a half hours. Right? I, I, I want to pitch dinner theater in a private room, karaoke room style where there has been a murder there have to be songs sung. Everyone's eating mm-hmm. just the coldest chicken breast, and the actors come into the audience. But you're all just friends. The dinner, <laughs> the dinner musical theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what? And and it takes place on a riverboat. <laughs> I got called out for a karaoke flub this weekend, where I went uh, a song played "Rock Lobster" by the B52s at a bar. I went, oh, a karaoke classic for me. My girlfriend went, literally, I've never heard you sing this song in my life. <laughs> and you you went, well, I'll show you. Get ready. Pulled out a microphone. Didn't, didn't we do Rock Lobster when we got real uh, drunk after we recorded Maybe that's what I was thinking of, of uh, Andrew Sings. And maybe after the watch along. All these, this is available on suboptimalpods.com. Yes. Um, our bonus shows. Our bonus shows, which for the astute listener... Uh, they might they might notice the bonus shows feel an awful lot like the first 10 minutes of this episode. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Those are our hangout shows where we don't have to talk about racism and we just enjoy goofs and laughs and, and teach it Andrew to sing. And uh, cool. just last week, we released our Stop Making Sense watch along, which, I mean, man, Kevin and I really went in. We really went what in on it. What an experience. <laughs> you, you, y'all went in and I went out. Of yeah, in, deep into my own brain. <laughs> Andrew had never seen it, which was a an insane way to watch it with me, who's seen it eighty five times probably, mm-hmm. and Kevin, who's seen it now enough times, but a real recency. Kevin yes. has a real recency. Uh, it was uh, great. Cut out a lot of me saying under my breath, do 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 do, like very quietly <laughs> singing the melodies. Oh man, um, you should have left it. Yeah, I left some of like... them. Some of them were uh, distracting and very out of key. <laughs> okay, speaking of distracting, well, auto tune those. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of distracting, we said we were going to get right into it because we got to keep this uh, expedient today. Um, the only, I mean, the news has been wild and all over the place. But I just wanted to. I just woke up this morning and immediately got hit with that four minute long video of uh elon getting booed at dave chappelle's show so awesome in san francisco (laughs) it was i saw everyone tweeting about it and i was like okay so dave chappelle brought out elon and a few people booed him but i'm sure in my mind i was just like i'm sure in that audience enough people cheered that it probably sounds like 
a mixed reaction or whatever. Yep. And then I watched the clip. I have never heard, look, I did sketch comedy on stage in the middle of a fish show <laughs> with, wow. at Northerly Island, 20,000 people who did not want to see improvisers come out That's for 10 right. minutes. And we got booed bad. Can I, but can I, I get a suggestion? <laughs> Magic mushroom! <laughs> can I get a suggestion? Fucking get off the, the stage. stage. <laughs> but I have never, look, I've been booed a lot in my life. I wear it with a badge of honor. Uh, I have never seen someone get booed that hard. I think it's like 18,000 people. Yep. Yeah, and it was overwhelming. He, they couldn't even talk. And then Chappelle starts trying to like joke, but like insult the crowd, basically being like, "Oh, the only people booing are in the poor seats or whatever." Yeah. And it just doesn't work. Couldn't I'm salvage like, it. The guy you paid to see is making fun of you and telling you to stop booing, and people would not stop booing this man. It was cathartic. That was really awesome. Yeah, it's. Um, I I guess. Listen, it's it's pretty clear in retrospect that Twitter drove too much of at least my brain. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, this is... Because now the, that you're the, free. Uh, now that I'm free from it, we're still talking about fucking Elon Musk so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But um, yeah, it is a little like... I, I will say this. I don't know what people who are paying money to see Dave Chappelle in 2022 like what they believe in. Cause I am truly like shocked that they would yeah. boo Elon Musk. They feel like, and look, maybe there's that some Venn diagram feels like a solid circle. Yeah. There's some subtlety I am missing. I mean, I guess what it is, is Elon Musk. Like these people probably like Dave Chappelle are huge transphobes who are not racist against black folks. It's the best guess because Elon Musk is absolutely openly racist against black folks. He, he also hates trans people too. He tweeted some trans right wing and like, and you know, just anti-trans shit recently that was like, yeah, he's, he's a fucking um, just complete right wing bigot. This is also the day after the New York Times was like, people say, critics say Elon Musk is conservative, but it's not that simple. And like, the fucking like porous brained assholes at the New York Times are just like they love to pretend conservatives are not bigots. It's mm. unbelievable. Fuck them forever. Um, the clip but, I saw that really made me laugh was like thousands and thousands of people booing. Chappelle says like, "Wow, well, you guys really hate him, don't you?" And through all of the boos, you hear one person in the back go, I love you, Elon. <laughs> it, was, it was really strangled and sad. I was like, man, that, that guy's alone. <laughs> that guy is yeah, alone. That yeah. was awesome. But you're right. And like for not even really using the app, it's wild how many things still seep into my Yeah, it's really, feed. It's, it's unfortunate. So, well, and it's also like specifically like, because um, it's like it is as even in this conversation, like there isn't actually anywhere to turn that's easy. Like the New York Times has been like right-wing apologists for their entire existence. Um, but it's worse. I feel like it's been worse lately, but maybe it's just because I'm paying attention now. CNN is like openly like right-wing. MSNBC is so soft. Um, and everything else is like, um, yeah, just kind of vaguely disgusting. Um I guess I, I like I like people on Twitter who I follow who I haven't blocked. I've still blocked <laughs> many people. 
Um, I like the people, the general griping from the people that I follow on Twitter. That's sure, sure, unfortunate. Sure. sure. And yeah. you know what? It's hard to have a group chat with all the people you want to hear all the griping from. Um, I'm a big fan of, I feel like people have been popping off in their Instagram stories more because they're like, well, yeah. I got to get, I got to get this ephemeral content out somehow. Yeah. Um, why don't we do this? Unless there's any other pressing news items. Uh, I just want to say a- really quickly, uh, LA City Council member Kevin DeLeon got in a oh, yes. fight with a uh, protester during, I don't even well, know he call it protester. Assaulted, yeah. Yeah, he, he straight assaulted up assaulted pro- someone during a uh, Christmas charity event for kids. Um, yeah. Disgraced and- City Council member yes. Kevin DeLeon. Hugely it's disgraced. Like- yeah, uh, it was so 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 bizarre. That's all I wanted what, to say. Was this stuff. a person attempting to protest him, or why did the fight yeah. start? Yeah, yes, this person was like, yeah, rightly like. Uh, I don't remember what all they were saying, but of the just like, like you're racist of, over yeah, and over again. You should mm-hmm. you should resign. Yeah, um, and yeah, Kevin DeLeon assaulted this dude, and then in a Christmas and a Santa hat. <laughs> I already I already blocked this uh, other city council member, but I forgot who it was. But just one of our other pieces of shit was like, "This is not okay." Like basically claimed that the person had assaulted Kevin DeLeon, which is transparently not true. No. from the video, not um, at all. Yeah, so just just in his face, and then straight up like a, a full on fight. L.A. City Council, um, slightly less disgusting as of a couple weeks ago, but still. It's important to point out that, like, I say it, you know, I, I say it too, too, too much. It's boring that I keep saying it. But, like, you know, even our, like, liberal cities, quote, unquote, our liberal havens, like, don't even come close to living the values that yep. we claim they do. Um, And it is a little, like, kind of this frustrating thing because it's, like, I, I guess obviously frustrating. That's so stupid for me to say. But what I mean is like it, it, the thing that is bizarre to me is like because nominally I don't know why did why am I talking politics? Um, but like this idea that like if you have a safe seat, you start to become more radicalized. You see that on the right wing very clearly. Like San Diego. I remember like uh, my cousins grew up in. Um, this part of San Diego that was like so right wing that in the '90s they're like fucking um, Congressman um, Duke Cunningham was like taking bribes and like getting mm-hmm. like defense contractors to like pay for yachts and stuff, and they still just voted him in constantly. <laughs> like it just you get corrupt and right wing. That's how your Marjorie Taylor Greens and all those people exist. And you would think, right, like that say my congressman adam schiff who should be if it's if quote unquote safe seats that seat's always going to be quote unquote democrat like this motherfucker should be like you know if if he was the left wing version of uh, marjorie taylor green type he should be out there being like you know bring me the heads of every oil company executive and we're nationalizing everything it's just like that is the quote unquote left wing equivalent of that shit yeah. and yet this motherfucker is like, eh, you know, just like a slightly, like in any normal political system, he's like slightly center left. Yeah. Um, it's fucking crazy. Sorry. I, I'm sure there's reasons for this that I'm not understanding because I'm stupid. Um, and my no, shirt No, you're right. It's, it's bizarre. And like you just said, like the New York Times viewing all of that stuff is like, 
hey, everyone's kind of in the middle. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they they love to sanitize the worst people yep. on earth. Fuck them. Um, anyway, that's it. Yeah. I just wanted to quickly bring that up. Yeah, thank you. I mm-hmm. my, my brain is completely free, devoid of news, because um, I've freed myself from Twitter, which... You gotta get telling. on. You gotta it's get on telling. that hive, on the post and hive. I think hive, I think hive is just dead. I think hive just wound up being a scam. Damn! Someone tell me. I don't. No, don't tell me. Don't. Okay. Don't. Don't beehive me, <laughs> and <laughs> let me know. Buzz, I don't want to know. I'm free. Buzz, buzz. buzz. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break, and when we come back, the voicemails. Yay. <laughs> Voicemail time. Let's Woo-hoo. kick one off. I have not listened, so here let's is see. The first. <laughs> Yo, I uh, love the show. I'm a high school teacher. I identify as Asian American. Uh, for some context, I run two clubs that are similar but not really the same. The first is Chinese Club, which is adjacent to our Mandarin language program. It's more focused on Chinese culture. And then an Asian affinity space. All Asian students and um, all people of all races are um, welcome to join. Now, I was hosting Chinese club one day, and we were talking about other clubs, and I mentioned that I led this Asian affinity space. And I offered to everyone in the room, a few of those students were Asian, I offered to them and said, oh, you guys should consider joining the Asian affinity space club. That's not what it's called, but whatever. And then this one girl who is, definitely Asian, said, but I'm not Asian. And then me and everyone else got really confused (laughs) because we saw her as Asian. And (coughs) I know that she is adopted by a white family, but I just feel really unsettled (sighs) that this person who I see as Asian, as an Asian person, was unwilling to identify that way. Uh, But I'm also not in a place to put race onto her and projected on her. So I'm just feeling really conflicted because it's weird. Uh, and I just want your thoughts on this. Thanks so much. Sorry for the long voicemail. Yeah. Is that, wow. that that long a voicemail? No, it, we needed all the context. So that's okay. That was, yep. that yeah. was a good amount. You kept it moving. Yeah. Keep it snappy. Keep it. And keep we it didn't alive. hear you like turning left and getting confused at traffic or anything. <laughs> no, that, that is good. That, that I'll keep all that in. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't hear you ordering a sandwich in the middle of it. Um, oh, my God. No, wow, that made me sad. Yeah. That made me sad, yeah. but also, like, I I also love the record scratch moment of a clearly, like, Asian-presenting person going, but I'm not Asian, and everyone in the class being like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, if if I may, um, it, the the version which this is not... It's not not sad. I don't want to say it's not sad. Um, I guess what I want to say is it's pretty normal, I think. Not like Mm -hmm. super normal, but I think it is relatively like common Mm. that, that this type of thing happens. And so it's sad, but it, I guess, I don't know. It's just like a, it's like, like this person will 
life life will figure this out for this person or um because of um the way asian folks um in america can kind of assimilate some kind of like a proximity to whiteness white supremacy look it might not work out but it's not going to make this person any worse than a lot of other asian people so you know their tragedy is there but it's it happens a lot i don't know if that makes it better yeah. or worse but it's I guess like, I just, I'm sad about the cognitive dissonance it takes to, because you know that that student has experienced racism. They just, they're, they've been on the earth long enough. They have yeah. experienced it. So for you to still say, but I'm not this. I was raised by white people. I identify as white. I'm very culturally white. But then the added part of it to be like, and I am not actually the thing that you're seeing on my face. It's like, well, You've experienced the racism and the fact that you can't see that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're just going to continue to. You know what I'm saying? I guess I'm sad that instead of like ab- absorbing those moments and like learning from them, this person is. It's like a defense mechanism to yeah. protect oneself, maybe. Yeah. Mm. I guess I'm just like, it happens a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's just why I don't know. Somebody called me the that, N-word when I was five years old. I wasn't running around like I'm white. Like you you learn pretty quick. Well, no, but like like and and I think it is like just the the oh gosh, how am I gonna say this without saying something? I know. So, I feel like I'm so tongue tied because that is not is like offensive. I'm, I'm sure it's trying to I want to not say a thing that's offensively wrong and just normal wrong. Um, but look, I okay. The the beginning of what I was going to say is there are absolutely black people though that do react it with like not many, but like well, well I'm not you know the n word. I'm you know this and, and yeah. You know you we brought up a, 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 actually not a Dave Chappelle because he is. Um, the one thing he is smart about is what it's like being a black man in America. And he's mm. absolutely idiotic about everything else. Um, but, you know, like, like the, I mean, we go to this person too much, but like uh, uh, Candace Owen, like for sure did not react that way. Uh, like the way you did and the way that most black people react. Um, mm. I, and I guess, so I would say is because of, the Asian proximity to whiteness that white America quote unquote gifted to Asian people as a cudgel against the civil rights movement. Um, I more Asian people have that option in a way that doesn't trigger as much open cognitive dissonance, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's easier to be um, like aligned with white supremacy. If you're Asian in this uh, reality, Sure. Um, because it's not, it does, it's not as accompanied by as much like physical violence. It's not as accompanied yeah. by as frequent, um, antagonism by white America as black folks face. And that's the implied furthest swing of the pendulum of the model minority myth. Yeah. Like the right? implication is, well, if this swings Far, if we take this to its logical conclusion, anyone can be white as long as you behave. Yeah, right. Is this right? Did we say something that is basically true? I have no idea. I think we stumbled our way into something true. I think what, what I'm being sensitive <sighs> is because this is a, 
a a a student. This is like a you know, this is a minor. And yeah. I think if this was some 40-year-old woman, I'd be like, "Man, get your fucking shit together. You you present one way just because culturally you don't feel it doesn't change how you present to the world and how you will be treated by the world." Yeah. But because it's a teen, I guess I'm like I don't know, I just feel a sadness for them and I hope that there's still time to Well, so what I will say is partially like the fact that this teen is in a place like I grew up in a place where um I was going to say there was no uh like in my high school there was no Asian affinity group, but the opposite is true because there was because it was me only. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you are not a group, though. You were one person. That's true. The group. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, the the Asian affinity guy. Sure. Uh, so Asian affinity guy. <laughs> so Put I that guess, too I, big on a shirt. But I guess what I mean is, like this this student is at least in a place where they have access to things like an Asian affinity group and a teacher who gives a shit enough yeah. to like, even like, um, like offer. And that is look, and this might be me looking at things in retrospect. Cause I like the person I have become sort of, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not examine that too much. I, I was saying that I was going to try to, confidently and cleanly say the phrase, I like the person I've become, and I lost faith in my own And then own you burst words. out laughing. <laughs> yeah. Immediately, I was like, well, I don't. But you know what? I like parts of it. Um, You're born to be a criminal. Even, 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 thank you, even in my relationship to Asianness, it is like not perfect. But I, I guess I think of myself as like, look, I kind of got there even through like beginnings that, and I still have, you know, there are lots of um, joking, but not like totally untrue um, times when I, even when I hang out with Asian American folks who grew up on the West Coast among a lot more Asian people, um, it's a rib, but it's like, you know, people are like, oh, you don't know shit about Asian American stuff because you grew up in Michigan, which is mm-hmm. true. Um, but, you know, it's like, uh, but my experience is not any less Asian than theirs, uh, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, it still like takes you, it takes you a minute to get there. But I, I do think this kid has the like runway in front of them to mm-hmm. at least have a shot um, but yeah. if they fail and become the bad person that they currently are as an adult, it happens. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I guess I'm not sad for this person because it's like, this person feels like they have even more of a choice and they are electing mm. currently to be a bad person. Um, or it's just a self-protective measure. They think that they're, they think that they're shielding themselves from further racism and discrimination by identifying this way. And yeah. hate to tell you, kid. It's actually going to be worse. So maybe that's something for the teacher, you know, without ar- arguing with this person about how they want to identify, you could offer like, based on how you outwardly present, you will be yeah. treated a certain, you will be treated a way by many people in the world that is at odds with how you see yourself. So you're going to have to reconcile that if you want to move through life peacefully. Do you think that'll work though? <laughs> It's so I think hard. they can hear it. I think they can yeah. hear it for sure. I mean, I there, let me. I guess I could throw out a 
why am I offering cheesy solutions? There is a, probably a world where, like, m- maybe with a teen, the positive thing will help. And I guess what I mean is, like, there's some version of, like, culture. I don't know. There's just, like, like hey, these people that look like you are cool. Yeah. Not from a, not from a teacher, but, like, <laughs> you know, just like a, hey... This this world exists. I don't know. Just just imagining being in a high school where there's enough Asian kids to um to be like a group feels mm-hmm. like it would have improved my brain significantly. One other thing I will say, which is that like partially because of the state and the fractured state of Asian culture as far as Asian American identity goes, and there's also a chance that this is simply this what this kid is doing. Um, which is that there are times, and this is much, much medium love to many of my folks out here. Sometimes those groups can be a little on the corny side. And this might also just be a surly teen who is comfortable with herself just being like, I ain't doing that. What's the most antagonistic oh thing God. I could say to? I was thinking that too. <laughs> I like the interpretation that this, this teen is just like a little goth and is just like, man, fuck all this. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't part of this feel good cultural shit. Um, yeah. Partially it is because like Asian culture, especially like Hollywood is like the place, obviously I'm most familiar these days with is that like, because um, there's so little, relatively speaking, Asian American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we're sort of at the corny stage of things where like just support so equals support equals support. Yeah. Um, but obviously everything Asian people make isn't good. It can't be, you know, like most, like all races, about 11% of the things we make is good. It's just, we just don't have that much <laughs> stuff. We don't have that much stuff. Well, I think that, I think that summed it up nicely. <laughs> Why don't we kick the next voicemail? <laughs> voicemail. Hey, Andrew, Connie, and I'm assuming a guest. So I'm a black guy living in uh, Portland, Oregon. Cool city, has its issues, but what city does it? Uh, so I've been approached by a lot of white people and also fair-skinned minorities always complaining that there's no culture here in Portland, which you can make the point, like, yeah, there's a lot of white people here. But... What that really means to me, or maybe I'm just overthinking, it's just, hey, I want to see more black people stuff here, but eh, I don't really want to see black people here. Because, yeah, <laughs> other big cities, yeah, they have quote-unquote culture, but I'm sure black people there get fucked over way more than their white counterparts. But, hey, they make cool rap, I guess. So <laughs> that was that thing. That was something I just kept thinking about. It was kind of bothering me as a black person. I don't know. What do you guys think? First off, I wanted to say, I like this voicemail. I, while I was sending it, and this is, I guess, maybe a Kevin question or a Tawny question or a listener question. I usually have a pretty impeccable bookkeeping system. Part, like, like two thirds of the way through this, I was like, have we fucking used this? voicemail already and i like couldn't remember and i don't think so according to my normally good bookkeeping system we had not so i was like i think i just have to trust the system but then i started really like really doubting it um if we did i was not here for it so maybe you answered it with zig or something but maybe we didn't maybe i just liked it when i listened to it the first time but i really (laughs) was like when i listened to it when i was just combing through it i i don't know i was just like huh 
I also, okay. So the joke about the, the joke slash truth about like white people having no culture because white is not a culture. Yes. You can be Irish and that can be your culture. You can be Irish American, whatever. But that, so that is a true statement. However, I want to, the bone I have to pick is that a place like Portland that has really, as much as you can, kind of commodified whiteness, (laughs) (laughs) I think they've almost turned that adage on its head. And I think in Portland, I think there is a white culture. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think Portland exemplifies it. Yeah. I, I think it's it, it is probably just a little bit the actual word culture is right had its had its throat cut and its like essence is bleeding out everywhere because it does not mean anything anymore right, right? like yeah Big, right because what it is is the word culture these days should really be replaced with culture parenthesis you know what I mean plus parenthesis. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something so like smart and like anthropological. <laughs> nope. Well, no, it's great. I I said it's something dumb and anthropological. That's true. <laughs> Which is like you know, it's like you know what I mean. I would take a class called dumb anthropology. Oh, yeah, but we could do this. Are we pitching sharks? Welcome to dumb <laughs> university. Yes, that's. <laughs> That's me. I'm the shark. I'll give you $1 million. Is that enough? $1 million dumb dollars. I guess I also have black family in Portland. And I know that is a, a relic of like a, a, a long time ago. There's just not as many black people there now. Um, in the 80s, when I lived there as a little baby and my family was there, it, it was a it was a much more it was a much blacker place. So I have a weird skewed vision of Portland that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this like white haven. It's this weird thing, but there's still black people there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I guess people moving there now are looking around and going, huh, this place doesn't feel like it has any culture. It doesn't feel diverse enough, which. Right. Yeah. That's not fun to hear when you're probably one of not that many black people in your social circle and you're like, yeah, Yeah. how do you think I feel? Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's also probably like that observation is just like a, a this is probably like I, I like probably should literally look at a map and some demographic information about Portland before I say this. But um, like even in Los Angeles is an example I'm obviously more familiar with. Um, but mm-hmm. like that just speaks to segregation. <laughs> like mm-hmm. often when when that thing yes. is like, oh, it's so white. Oh, it's like this big city, but you'd be surprised. It's like, well, yes, in that the city that is represented in, like, media. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, and LA is probably an extreme example of it because we are, like, a unbelievably segregated city. Not unbelievably. We are a patently believable uh amount of segregation that's how america does shit that's how everywhere does shit um, um according works, to a, a, a hastily googled metric portland is 73.7 percent white 2.7 percent black yeah yeah okay so that's like below the national, the national average, average for sure um but right there are there are black folks there um i guess it's like like, does that constitute, quote-unquote, black culture? Parentheses, you know what I mean. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there can be small ethnic groups that are uh, louder and more present and more visible, and it doesn't yeah. always have to do with how 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 big the population is. So there's something culturally, yeah. no parentheses, about Portland that doesn't encourage that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just talking because there was also no question, right? I, I think we're matching the energy of that person. They called in to be like, so this is what's going on. And we're kind of going, yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, uh, is there something to feel about it? Um, I guess what, it, you know, the one thing that maybe is helpful is like, you can fire back like, Y'all do have culture. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> you created this. Y'all complaining about how there's no culture in a place that was <laughs> actively designed yeah. as a white haven. <laughs> there's a, there's a, the, That's the, culture. Yeah, um, yeah that's <laughs> correct. And you know what? That's, that's as good as white people could get. That's the good version of white culture. <laughs> it also, and smoothies. <laughs> oh, man. I had some I had some shit with uh, bee pollen and blueberries. Ooh, that's like what See, a bear eats. Wh- white culture is eating eating shit that only bears would eat. Yeah, it's making yeah, yeah. Joey different- Cliff say hot dogs or like grilled cheese or something. I was when when he did the show last, <laughs> oh, he said yeah. one of those, and those both do feel like bear food. <laughs> hot dogs are for sure white culture. But there's something about different animal products that aren't necessarily f- flora or fauna, like bee pollen. The fact that we're suddenly eating bee pollen, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bee pollen. Bone marrow. Actual question. How does one differentiate bee pollen from flower pollen? Do bees do something else to the pollen? You got to ask the bee. I keep trying. The bees got to tell you we don't. Ha- we lack the skills as humans. I keep trying, and they keep not answering. They keep. They uh, s- they're mean. You got to get a bee that is willing to work with you and share their culture with you. You know what? That's that's me. That's me coming at them. The wrong you got to do some work, right? You're you're asking them for emotional labor, saying which yeah. pollen is this, which yeah. one can I have, and they're like, "Don't put me to work. That's emotional yeah. labor." Yeah. I'm already doing the physical labor of whatever it is I do to the pollen. <laughs> now you want me to hold your space hand? for you? You want me to hold space for you while you don't understand which pollen is which? You want me to <laughs> Google is free. Don't burden a bee. Don't burden a bee with this. Okay, we're gonna go because we got oh. to. I I did actually. We had one um, news thing that probably should be said is uh, Brittany Griner is back. Yes, um, that That's, is good. Yes. I don't. We don't know that we have anything specifically to say about it. I guess good job, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I you want to end the show on good job, Joe Biden? Yeah, that's that's my vibe. Um, yeah, we're very grateful that she's home. What a terrifying yeah. thing that was. Yeah, absolutely Fucking nuts. Um, three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine race. Um, suboptimal pods on Instagram. Um, Tronny Newman, Kevin J. Bartelt, Andrew T. Is that it? I think that's it. Is that it? We're doing. Um, we're going to be doing, uh, we're banking some holiday episodes. So if we say anything that is, um, 
temporally or factually incorrect given the state of the world at the time, we're, we're in a time warp. We don't know. I will slightly tease amazing episode next week. Oh, yeah. Just going to leave it at that. It's going to be pretty great. Everyone's going to be really excited to hear it. Holiday. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. This is Synapse Man.